Hello, this is Mark Richter with another episode of Linux for the Layman. Want to feel safe, secure, and capable when using your computer? This is for you if you want to succeed and know you can handle your computer tasks with ease. This is episode 22 of Linux for the Layman, The Joy of Computing. I'm doing today's episode a little bit different from the past ones because I read an alarming article this week, I believe it was in the Washington Post, that a lot of people, especially more recently, who are using computers, don't understand what folders and directories are. Now, to me, that's kind of a shock. I've been doing this for a long time, and the nature of those entities is inherent in what we do as software engineers. But I thought I'd give a little bit of time today to talk about that in layman's terms. Now, if you're already familiar with files and folders and directories and you understand what they are and how they work and all that stuff, feel free to skip to the second half of this episode. You might learn something and you might not. We don't know. I don't know because I'm not receiving any feedback that tells me what you're interested in hearing. But I thought this might be an interesting topic to tackle. Let's jump right in. On computers, your information is kept in a number of different places. There's accelerated storage, which is inside the CPU for very fast access to its registers. That's not really good for any kind of longer term storage, it's just for immediate operations. Second level of storage, if you will, would be the computer's cache. Computers and their CPUs in modern times, particularly in the last 20 years, have been manufactured with caches on board. That's C-A-C-H-E. These are very fast local storage to the CPU where it can keep information on hand that it's going to be using a lot as opposed to going out to the secondary storage, which is main memory, which is much slower than access to the cache. Memory is still very fast, but compared to the speed of a CPU, it's not as fast as the CPU can handle, and it's much slower than the cache on the CPU. Main memory is where active programs are stored, the information on processes is stored, the memory they're using is stored, it's like the active part of your brain where your conscious brain is accessing certain data, like what you see, what you hear. And I'm talking about the data, not the information that get, it gets interpreted into inside the brain, but what signals come into the eyes, what sound waves come into the ears. That is sort of like what memory is for holding, computer memory. And the third level of computer memory is it's called secondary storage because main memory is the primary storage. Secondary storage typically consists of what are known as hard drives. These are usually hard disk drives. They are rapidly being replaced by solid state drives that are roughly the same capacity but way faster 
and they're getting to be better and better to the point where they're almost as reliable as hard disk drives. Hard disk drives are good for long-term storage. We're talking about possibly years. And if you don't beat them up too badly with millions and millions and millions of accesses, they will typically last 10 to 15 years or longer. I think the oldest disk in my main computer right now is about 10 years old. It's still running along fine. It doesn't complain. I haven't been getting any notices of errors and so forth. At any rate, we're talking about layers of storage. Now, the organization of storage in memory and in the cache I'm not going to talk about because that's really high-level stuff for people who are really interested in the nitty-gritty details of how computers work at the electronic layer. So let's talk about how f the hard disks are laid out and why that's important. Typically, a hard disk is laid out into partitions that are managed by a file system. There are a number of different file systems available. On Windows, the standard file system is NTFS, which stands for the New Technology File System. That's about 25 years old now. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with it, per se. It's a relatively efficient system. It replaced the old FAT file system that MS-DOS used to use. This is a file attribute table file system where there's a table at the front end of the disk partition that tells where all the files are and how they're laid out and so forth. And I'm not really going to talk about that part either, except what are the files for? Files are for holding data. Data is what you use to do something intelligent or sensible with your computer. And files are the way they're organized on the hard drive such that they will make sense to you and to the file system software that feeds it to the computer for processing. Think of it this way. If you have ever worked in an office with mechanical files, there are these big file cabinets with drawers in them that have typically manila folders or hanging file folders, and in those files are pieces of paper, letters, bills, receipts. Those are called documents. In general, a document is an organized set of data that has something to do with one particular thing. If you write Word documents or on Linux, LibreOffice documents, and you use the, if you use Word or you use the LibreOffice writer, what you're dealing with is a text document. Now, it's not just plain text. That's actually a different kind of document. Word processing documents are files with text in them that also contain formatting information. So when, say, you want to write a letter, you put in your letterhead, the date, the to information to whom you're writing, dear so-and-so, and then a bunch of paragraphs, sincerely, the blanks, and your name at the bottom where you sign it. That's a document. And the formatting for where the paragraphs are indented and how they're spaced and what font you use and how big and small that font is and what the margins are, all of that information is encapsulated in the document. The document is stored on the computer as a file. One file can contain 
typically one document or maybe a set of documents if they're all part of the same file. But let's say you have separate files for all of your letters, but you want to put them together in an organization such that all your letters to Jenny are in one file and all your letters to your utility companies are in another area. Those areas are known as directories or folders. And I'll continue this in the second half. Welcome back. Directories contain other things. Now I say things because in general what you will see in a lot of directories is files or subdirectories or a combination of both. The files fit in the directories because you want to organize them to make sense out of the layout of all the files in your system. And they may be in subdirectories because you may have, let's say for example, you have a generic documents directory where typically files get saved automatically from word processors, spreadsheets, some of the applications that you run will typically store their files in the documents directory. But let's say you want a finer grained resolution of organization. So in your documents directory, you have a PDFs directory where you store your PDF files. You have an Excel directory where you store your spreadsheets, or you could call it spreadsheet or calc if you use LibreOffice. I call mine Excel because I know what that means. And there is this strange Office tool called Excel that goes along with Word from Microsoft Office. It's a generally recognized term and it means something to me. I also have subdirectories for scans where I put all my scan files for receipts, for other types of records, for cards that I scanned in from cards that people sent me, and so forth. Those are subdirectories of my documents main directory. You can think of it almost like directories are like the folders in your file system cabinet and the cabinet represents the file system as a whole. So you have these file systems which take up a disk or maybe more than one but at least one disk, part of one disk, and those files are organized into directories. Now in Linux a directory can contain anything else that is of a file nature. There are directories for the devices on your system because Linux sees everything as a file. That's the general concept. The whole Unix, POSIX, Linux universe thinks of data or devices or anything connected to computer as accessible through a file. On your Linux system, there are system files, there are device files, there are generic categories like slash USR user those are for files that you may use and they can include binaries which are your executable files like your applications libraries which contain executable routines that are used by your applications shared files which is where a number of useful pieces of information are stored you can poke around on any Linux system and look and see what's there but the idea is that files are organized into directories and even directories are organized into directories. And you can have directories pretty deeply down. As I said last time, 
I think the maximum path name right now in Linux is 4096. That's a really long path name. And you probably don't really want to be typing in names that long. Certainly not fully qualified path names. Remember what that is? That's the path from the root directory down through every directory to the one where the file actually resides. And that path can be pretty long. That's up to you. By and large, the system files typically don't go more than four or five subdirectories deep. And that's a guess. I haven't looked. And it doesn't matter. The smartest way to organize files and directories is not to make the paths infinitely long. That's insane. But you do want to organize them in a way that makes sense to you. So perhaps you want to put your financial documents in a documents slash finance subdirectory, finance subdirectory of your documents directory. I'm going to take a look at mine and see what I have in my home documents directory. Oh, I don't want to do the whole files. I've got over a thousand files in there. I've got a bunch of directories too. I've got, I told you, directories for cards. I have directory for educational files, employment files, Excel files, spreadsheets, faxes, finance, and that's a, a mother directory that has a bunch of other directories under it, forms, HTML for when I want to store HTML files, web pages, images where I put a lot of my images, the graphics I find on the web, insurance, everything having to do with my insurance, Labels, where I put labels I'm going to use on something. Legal, for legal documents. Medical, for metal, medical documents. And so forth. Those are directories, and they're correlative to file folders. Now, what I did say earlier about thinking of the file system as the cabinet that contains your file folders, that's sort of true, but as I just said, there may be times when you want folders inside folders. So it might be you want to look at your file system as the cabinets and the drawers are your major category folders. And then inside the drawers are the file folders for the individual collections of files that have to do with the different categories under your major categories that are in your file system. That's what a folder is. That's what a file is. That's what a directory is. A file is composed of bits, data, that reside on your disk. The files live in folders that are organized on your disk. The folders may live inside other folders that are also organized on your disk. That's the way of the file system world. I hope you learned something today. I hope you found this at least mildly entertaining. Please let me know. Feel free to send me an email. It's, uh, my email address is on the site, and it's easy, linuxforthelayman at gmail.com. I do read all my emails. If you have a question, I will get back to you. I promise, whether I answer it in the podcast or not, you will get an email. And that's pretty much it for today. Happy hunting, have a great time, and we'll see you on the next episode of Linux for the Layman. Bye for now.